It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Go Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino. I'm coming from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. Uh, I love in radio, one of my favorite little things that happens from time to time in radio is when, when a host will come back and say, oh, if you were here during the break, the conversation we were having. And it's usually because like, it's true. We're having a fun yeah. conversation. That. Um, I, I wouldn't want to wish the conversation we were just having on anyone. Because well, I think, Elliot uh, just horrendous takes about, about movies well, and movie theaters. Him, the, the most, the N1 take. coming that he thinks that, that movie studios, those people have never thought about the possibility of releasing well, I was home. obviously kidding there. But, oh. I, but I, <laughs> I do think, and I'll stick with it, they would make more, mo- more money if so they released you, it. So do you think that these theaters, these movies, they make movies to make money. That is the, the single, singular goal, at least of many movies, yes. to make money. You think that they, the movie studios, who own streaming companies, there's all kinds of streaming companies yep. everywhere, have not done the math well, on what is going to be more advantageous to them from a financial perspective, putting money in movies in, uh, in theaters or putting them at home right away? You don't think they've done that? So one thing I've learned, like, the, the more I grow up, right? I'm 35 now. I'm basically old. That <laughs> there's an idea that you think everyone in a position of power is smart and knows what they're doing. And the older I get, I realize that is not the case. Oh, I don't disagree with that, but yeah. I'm saying that this this has been talked about so many times by all these people. You've never read I anything think about this. I they're making a mistake. Dude, there yes. been, there's been all kinds of, like, you're just, this is something where you're definitively wrong. Like, this is not an opinion. It is a factual wrong. thing. You are wrong. I am not. But we will see. You one are, day we'll find out. Yeah. I think because eventually we'll lean Google that way. it. We will lean that way one day. Yes. Do you think they're only ever going to have movie theaters the rest of time? They will eventually one day go to this, and we'll, well find they, out there. It already is to this. You can get a movie like a week after or two weeks, depending on the what Well, Barbie's not coming out till the fall. Well, there are certain ones that wait a while because right. they want to make you wait for it and want to see it in the theaters right. and all that stuff. But again, I think that, yes, Barbie's already made almost 100. It's almost made a billion dollars worldwide. There's no way. Zero percent chance that if they just released it in homes for twenty bucks a home, well, we would have, have to come up with dollars. a number. I came up with the twenty dollars. Yeah, you have to come up with a number. This. I don't think I am. You are wrong. Two one five five nine. Tell Elliot he's wrong when you call up two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Seriously, though, talk birds. If you want to get in on um, whether you think the Super Bowl is going to be more of a distraction or motivation for this team, and again, any questions you have for Elliot about what he's seen at training camp, just don't ask him about movies. Let's go to New York and talk to my guy Mike. What up, buddy? What up, my buddy? How's it going? Love it. Love what it. up, Mike? What a pleasure. What's going, Elliot? You know what? You know what's great? Like with football coming back, and like we're all getting back to the station. We're all getting back. It's like getting the band back together. It, it really is. is. I love that. I love it that. really what is. What a good way to put it, too. It's really fun to see these names on the board and talk to our people. Um, it's it's a thrill. It's awesome. So real quick, I was down at the Jersey Shore this weekend, and I saw a woman in an eagle sweatshirt, and I did what any 
you know, real bird thing I would do. I gave her the go bird. She gave me the Jack Fritz stare and just kept walking. Wow. That's tough, man. Honestly, and, like. And you know what? I need Fritz to understand. Like, people, when you don't give the go birds back, it hurts. It's like it's a rejection. It hurt. Well, Mike, 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 I would say for all the positive he's done with this Trey Turner standing ovation, he's wiping it all away yeah. by encouraging. Uh, here's what the, I'll say. Here's what I'll say, Michael. Uh, here's what I'll say. If if I give a go bird to someone, they don't give it back. Like I'm officially out on that person. Mm. Like I'm just oh, out. Done. Like sorry, done, 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 done. 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 Yep. <laughs> so real quick before I get to uh, with the Eagles, I just want to say very quickly, as your resident New York born, raised, still live in New York. Eagles die hard. Yes. I am constantly, you know, fighting for the city of Philadelphia because, as you can imagine, I get asked all the time of how I got to become such an Eagles fan, etc. And what people don't understand around the country is that Philly is just so unique that it's, A, unlike New York, where it's a bifurcated fan base, okay, there's no one pulse. You have two different pulses going on. You have so many people that are transplants into a city like New York, into a city like Chicago. Philadelphia... It's not even that it's like you're representing the fans. Like, you are an extension of the people. Not just the fans. You're an extension of the people, of the city. Like, other cities don't care enough where you actually represent them. And honestly, that's why this Trey Turner, you know, this Trey Turner event is, like, so fascinating. Because, listen, he did a mea culpa in many other cities. New York included would have been like, yeah, big deal. You make a $300 million. Don't care. You know what? In a city like Philadelphia where it's like, you know what? This guy gets it. He understands how much we care. He understands how much we understand. So it's it's just an embrace in a city and the, the, the sports teams like no other. And it's just yep. you guys are so lucky to have this amazing city and symbiotic relationship with, with, this, with the sports team. Really I'm Mike, awesome. I'm with you, and you're the best, brother. Keep the calls coming. I feel the same way. Again, like I said it before, but – there are not many cities where sports are so deeply woven into the fabric of the city. Like, there are is, very few, if any, and I don't think any to the level that we are. Is New York even a good sports town? No, like, New York is a transplant town. That's I mean, what I mean. Like, yeah. half the people living there are not from New York. Plus, like, you have multiple teams to root for, so it's like, oh, I'm from New York, but I root for the Yankees. I'm from New York, so I root for the Mets. I root for the Jets. I root for the Giants. Like, it's all, like, mishmash. Like, here we have four teams, and that's it. Well, five. Okay. Unless Five. you're not counting the Flyers. Uh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Look, the, but the point is, like, we only care about our teams. Nothing yes. else matters. There are very few places that are that intense about it like yeah, we are. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go to uh, Delaware. Talk to my guy, Mark. What up, pal? James. What a I thrill. I was on vacation this week. You were on vacation the week before. I missed you very much. I love Mike's call. What passion what true feeling of Philadelphia freedom for the expression of our sports team. And I can tell you right now, that lady was from Delaware because I moved from <laughs> Philly to Delaware years ago. Trust me, anyone that knows what I'm talking about that has moved down there knows she was from Delaware. I don't know why they do that. Anyway, great to hear from you guys. Elliot. My man. What I got to be honest with you, okay? I got to be honest with you. When be you honest. I would on, request nothing less. I know you do. That's why I'm being honest with you. I kind of just thought you were an Eagles homer guy that just has your hot takes. I no longer mm. think that. I've been listening to you for a few years now. Appreciate you it. You are spot on with a lot, not all, a lot of your things. I totally agree with you in the aspect that if we get to the NFC Championship game and even lose, it's still a successful season. Yeah. But I totally disagree with you that there's this Super Bowl thing going on, I think our coach, and James, I think, I know you'll agree with me here, 
coach is so well-grounded. She's the general of everything. You don't have to call the plays to be a successful coach. He is well-grounded. That first day of camp, he was dropping F-bombs. What are you doing? Get back there. You play like this and this. Get it perfect. We're going to lose the first game. So I think he's very well-grounded. The only chance there is some type of Super Bowl hangover and cockiness is if we start out 9-1, and 7-1, and one, which with our schedule, I don't think we're going to. But ESP, all my all respect. Right. James, you, you know too, how much Mark. I love you. like a son to me, man. How's oh, the daughter? The How's the wife? Good? Every, yeah, Mark, what a pleasure. And, yeah, Zoe and Emily are doing great. Awesome to talk to you. Thanks. Today. I have one thing to say. Uh, I love Mark. Awesome. I don't get to talk to Mark very often, but it's always a thrill. See, I think this season is about finding out about Jalen and Nick. Like, we are on the same page in so many ways with them. I think Nick, I tell you this all the time, very special head coach. I think Jalen, top three, top five, top whatever, quarterback. Two. Yeah. Two. He, look, trust me, Super Bowl week, <laughs> I, I, fought the whole city of, I fought the whole place of Kansas City saying I, I think he's better than Mahomes in some ways. So I am, I am in on Jalen as well. But I think this year is about finding out, like, do they have it in them to do it again? We've seen great one-year kind of play and coaching. We, we, we saw have. with Doug and Carson. We have. And, like, but do you think those guys are that, though, as people? And obviously, they look, anything can happen. They could lose in the championship game. They, someone could get hurt, whatever. But, but when you – forgetting the, 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 the discussion around the Super Bowl, when you think about Nick and Jalen, do you believe in them as those people? So all I can say is – after they won the Super Bowl in 2017, I felt the same way about Carson and, and Doug as I do about Nick and, J- Nick and Jalen now. And I don't mean that as a slate toward no, them. I get because it. Your now, point is it's now too it's early. Re- you need to now see we that. know yeah. how it played out. You need I'm to just see saying, it again. Yes, I, I think that's what this year is about, well, seeing if they can do it again. Not for some of us. Some of us know. Some of us don't need to see any more from right. Jalen Hurts because we're there. Me? I know and my there, guy, buddy. OG Wade. Right? What? We don't need to see any more. Wade, tell him. What's up, fellas? How we doing today? Man, I, the, the, the streets are talking, OG. You're going to be down at the link tomorrow. Right? People coming up here saying the, the legend himself is going to be yeah, at practice. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great my, my, you know, with my presence down there. They're so, going to let you, you know, down on the sideline? I hope so. You know what I mean? I'm, <laughs> you know, I ain't that big on the market yet. you got to put me up there somewhere. You know what I mean? Well, but, you're certainly well on your way. We all shared it. Me, my son, and Jalen Hurst, we share the same birthday, so that's all oh, wow. good. Oh, was that August 7th, right? Yeah, yeah. So you and both of your sons then, right? I knew because of you, not because of Jalen. Yes, 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 yes. Um, here's what I do want to say about uh, Trey Turner, that, 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 uh, that little thing there. It was a blessing to see that. I mean, because I think I was coming from the, more from the standpoint is that the difference between Trey Turner and Ben Simmons is that Trey Turner is trying and I think that Philadelphia loves guys that try. We don't ask much. All we ask is that you give and you try. But if you're giving your all and you're trying, you can't, you can't down a person like that. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I come from a more stand of the point of the mental side because now I'm, I'm, I'm a big supporter of the mental health and people going through depressions and stuff. And if all we got to do is get off our ass and applaud this, a, a, a player and that could make them happy yeah. or bring – them out of that come on man it costs you nothing to do that. You nothing. and you what's the downside that's the point and you want to sit up there and boo a guy or don't cheer a guy what do you want him to get better or don't you I'm so i would i'm saying if all i got to do is stand up get off my ass and stand up and cheer a guy 
and that could make him this possible that he could become better from that? Come on, man. You ain't even Well, and I'll say this too, OG Wade. Like, we talk so often about, you know, what it's like to be an athlete here in this city. And I think we're naive if we think that playing here is not tougher than other places. Like, players could take the money, go to Jacksonville, nobody cares, and you just live your life. But I do think that last night, if you're a Trey Turner, perfect example, he saw the World Series crowd and said, this is a place I want to play. I think if you're an athlete and you see what happened last night, you remember that when you're a free agent or you're on the trade market or whatever, and you say that, look, this is a city that has shown it will, it will you know, show support for athletes that are struggling. Yeah. What do you got on the birds, Wade? Um, I want to say this to Elliot and to everybody. All right. And, and I know these comparisons about no team is or very few teams has went back in the – I want y'all to understand something. No team, I mean absolutely no team, has ever been in a position that the Philadelphia Eagles are in right now, bringing all of your offense back, adding on to your defensive guys, losing absolutely no continuity. I mean, the the coaches, yeah, but I I think I've made it myself clear when I told y'all whose offense this is. So losing Shane Steichen is not that big of a deal because – Ultimately, Jalen is making the call once he gets it from the sideline because he's got to do an assessment on the defensive line. So all I want people to, to understand is that we're not them guys. We Wade, will win the Super Bowl this Wade, year. I, I promise you. Preach, brother. Wait, great call. I think we're going to win the Super Bowl, too. I'm on the same page as OG. I, I would be curious. OG has said this a bunch, that no team is in the same position. And OG is smart. I'm sure he does his research. I would be curious to know how many teams yeah. over the last 35, have 40 brought years back a have certain returned. number yeah. of players. I might look have that had, up. It is interesting. I will say again, I'm not saying it from that perspective. No, I know you're My not, but the way is, he says it. No, it I know, and that was definitive. interesting. My whole thing yeah. is Jalen, like the, the the coming back with Jalen and Nick at the top, like the guys leading it, and then the fact that they do have a great, great roster, and I do think Jalen's going to take a step forward. There is, at least offensively, all kinds of continuity, so I do think there is relevant, like, like that's a relevant, fair argument mm-hmm. to make. Let's go to Wisconsin and talk to our buddy Glenn. What up, Glenn? How you been, buddy? Hey, good. How you guys been doing? What up, Glenn? Good to hear from hey. you. Yeah, good. I, w- I want to back up a little bit, Elliot, because I had to give you some props. Um, thank you for backing us up with those San Francisco guys. Oh, yeah, dude. Think Great that, call, uh, I, think, I can't believe what they think we're the only fan base where some fans go over the line. It's yeah, it, ridiculous. Was, it was so foolish. All, all their points where we're, the not many good ones were made. It, it was Honestly, they should be embarrassed. That whole thing was it, embarrassing for them. I mean, if you go to any fan base, there's going to be people who go over the line, and obviously no one, no one stands for that. Uh, but the first thing I wanted to bring up here may not be a big issue, but the last time the Eagles season got a little derailed, Issues with O-line deaths. Elliot, from what you've been saying, it sounds like the second D-line's been going after the second O-line. Yeah. How's the O-line depth been looking? you think it's That's maybe early point. in camp, or is there major concerns? Glenn, you know, basically, other than quarterback, you know, loser, I feel like the quickest way a season goes under is, is offensive well, line. Well, let just... me say this. The quarterback factory is not clicking at a high level after uh, Jalen. It's <laughs> a, yeah, 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 yeah. some manufacturing issues there. But the offensive line depth, so th- it's a good question, Glenn, and it's an interesting one because – it should be prefaced by saying not many teams can even field five good starters, let alone have good backups. So when I talk about the Eagles' depth compared to other teams, I would imagine their depth is, is somewhat up there, right? Dennis Kelly has started a ton of games at multiple spots. He is probably better than you know a majority of backup offensive linemen on other teams. But And they have what, Stoutland, and they have which, Stoutland, have which always in. helps. Absolutely. Yeah. But if you look at their backups, they do have a lot of unproven guys. Like Brett, Brett Toth has been their backup center at, at points in time camp, and he's been, like, horrendous snapping the ball. Um, Tyler Steen, I'm really high on him. I think he can play multiple positions. He's never played in the NFL. So I do think there is concern with the backup offensive line. But Driscoll has played, played multiple positions. I think more so 
my takeaway would be just how good the backup Eagles defensive line is, as opposed to I think they would do they would have their way with almost any backup offensive line in the NFL. Well, that's all, that's good to hear because again, like a few years ago, I remember when Carson went out with that guy fixing his glove in the middle of a play. Yeah, I mean, that, was extra, that, that was a Jamon Brown. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. that was then, horrible. Last question here is: Has anything new been from the offense coordinator Brian Johnson? You see any new players been saying anything? What's been doing, or how's that been looking? Glenn, great call uh, and good question. I want to hear what you have to say. I will say, if you haven't heard it, uh, go back and check out the podcast. We had Brian Johnson on the morning show this week. You know, mm-hmm. talked to him for a good like twelve minutes or so. He had some really extended answers. Really fascinating stuff, and I think really interesting insight, obviously, into Jalen as a person because he's known him so long. Yeah. But into, like, I think he gave us kind of insight into what they kind of want to try and do offensively, not specifically, but from, right. a, from a philosophical perspective. Um, in terms of takeaway from camp, I don't think there's been a ton of difference. I mean, you could argue maybe they're throwing the ball a little bit more to their running back, but I think that's more confirmation bias where I'm looking for it as opposed to really, you know, I would go, I, well, I'll go back and chart. Check, and yeah, you check the numbers. Yeah, but um, other that's, than that. See, that's the beauty. You got yeah, the numbers. All the way back yeah. to like 2016, I think. So, but uh, although I think unfortunately I lost. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. Know, for those who don't know, everyone's keeping stats out there now. Like Elliot Short Park's like, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to have a statue in Canton, but I'm not saying they won't. Well, that is where they play the preseason game, that's so true. it makes sense. <laughs> I'm more of a training also the camp. Hall of Fame, yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. training camp Hall of Famer. I'm you the are. Nay Brown of, uh, of <laughs> Eagles beat writers. But um, I forget what the question was. Oh, the, the offense yeah. with uh, Brian Johnson. I don't think I've noticed a big difference, to be completely honest. Um, I think this is more something you'll see. And I don't see. think you will in, in camp or, or game. Like, we, until the season starts, they're, we know this coaching staff. Like, they're just not going to show people wrinkles. Yeah, and I think where you will see it eventually, where we can specifically maybe single out the coordinator, would be situational calls, like third down, red zone. That's where I think you're picking from a handful there. But I think it's just too early to know. Let's go back to the funds and talk to our guy, Corey in Columbus. What up, Corey? What's up, guys? How you doing today? EST, my brother. How you doing, man? Corey, good to hear from you, man. James, how you doing today? What a pleasure, Corey. What's on your mind, man? Hey, so real quick, I know it was talked about earlier in the show. So remember when uh, James brought up about the Bengals going back to the Super Bowl and he said he was a couple plays away, and mm-hmm. then Elliot talked about, like, well, they started off slow? Yes. Well, you know, Elliot, you, you, you're the training camp guy. Joe Burrow missed the entire training camp last year, and when you've always said players that miss training camp start the season, that's fine. Slow, it's, so. it's Corey, a, my guy. No, no okay. On. First of all, it's a good point, Corey. But I will say that if you look back over the last ten years, a lot of teams that come off the Super Bowl start slow. And I, would you agree that the reason the Bengals are probably not in the Super Bowl is because that game was in Kansas City? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, that's I the mean, only point I'm I mean, making. They, is. they had three chances to win but, it at the end, but yeah. I know. I think but so I I, to your point, say, yeah, I think they win if it's in yeah, But I will Cincinnati. also say we haven't, like, having Jalen in the entire training camp staying healthy, I feel like that's 100%. And not just Jalen. They have every starter from last year, uh, I'm pretty Greg. sure I'm right about this, taking all the reps. I guess Avante and Hassan and it does, a little bit. And it does feel like from, from some of the videos, that, like, you know, it's it's a cliche phrase, but, you know, the iron sharpens iron thing. Like, watching that. that um, AJ and Slay. AJ and uh, Bradbury, Bradbury. clip yeah. that went viral. And it's just like, those guys are playing football, awesome. man. Yeah. Like, that's like. That was a real route with real coverage and a real like that felt like I just, I think they're only going to be better because of the, the the talent on the roster and and them making each other. Yeah. Ne- next thing, next thing. So I got I uh when we, when you talk about the Eagles roster and I don't know like the statistics that will show this, but like a couple like two years ago the Eagles made like a philosophy change and they started drafting players out the SEC. A lot of Alabama players, a lot of Georgia players on the roster. So if you go through the Eagles like starting you know twenty two. A lot of those players played at Georgia or they played at Alabama where they were on the Super Bowl team 
or they played in the Super Bowl last year. So if you look at, like, when you play at Alabama, when you play at Georgia, it's championship or bust every single year. Yep. So they have that mindset and that mentality, like the Devontae Smiths and the Kobe Deans. Like, if you lose one game in college football, even though college and NFL is different, you know, your season is derailed. So it's I like, agree. They, it's they have that mindset built into them already. So I feel like that will also help them. And one, one more last thing, uh, a question for you guys on the Go way out. Yeah. Uh, Elliot knows, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the leader of the Trey Sermon fan yes. club. Yo, but real quick, Corey, you know, you might have Elliot trying to take your spot. I mean, well, Elliot is very in on Tracer. Corey turned exactly me on to him. Yeah. So, so, Elliot, question. So, if you look at the way that the contracts are set up, Trey Sermon is under contract next season as well. So, mm-hmm. could you see that to play uh, that's, in a, that's a really in- – Corey, yeah. Corey going, great going question, man. And that's all I got for you guys. Yo, you guys Corey, 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 call all us right. more often, man. You're a great caller, dude. Call us more often. What a pleasure, brother. Um, yeah, I mean, this has been my argument the whole time about the running back position. I think DeAndre Swift is obviously going to make the team. I believe Kenny Gainwell and Boston Scott are in their roles. Like, I don't think you could sub Trey Sermon into either of those roles. So I think they have Kenny and Boston to play their roles. For me, the difference is, excuse me, if it's going to be Penny or if it's going to be uh, Sermon, Trey Sermon. Or if they're going to keep five. Or if they keep five. For, to me, if you go through training camp and you think Sermon can give you the same thing Penny can, he's younger, he's cheaper, he's under contract for another year, and he has no injury history. I know Penny has performed in the NFL, but if you are seeing, like, if you're trusting your evaluation and you think Sermon can give you a between the tackle runner that Penny does, I think there's a strong argument to keep him over Penny. You can probably trade Penny for more, too, for what it's worth. Well, yeah, it all depends. Look, Penny has to say I'm not getting much and, for either. But. And look, it's, it's whether Penny flashes. Like, we do know and we've seen when he's been on the field and played, like, Penny can flash, man. Like, yeah. Penny. Penny can do things that no one else in that room can when he is fully healthy yep. and at his best. So and Sermon was a third-round no, pick. And look, so. again, he's not nothing. I agree. Yeah. And I do think that point by Corey is a fascinating one. The idea that you have him in that third-round you know, that, that cheap yeah, you have deal him under for next control. year is, is an interesting point. And they don't right. have Swift beyond next year either for what it's worth. 215-592-9494. Again, we're going to try and get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. We love hearing from all our real ones, all our Go Birds listeners. So get in now, 215-592-9494. We'll continue to talk Super Bowl motivation or distraction. And your uh, takeaways from training camp, uh, Elliot, here to answer any questions you have. It's Go Birds Radio. We're coming right back. I tell you guys often, and I can't wait to tell you again, the Bet Park Sportsbook is the only app that I recommend. It's the official sportsbook of the real Philly sports fan. Odds, bets, slots, and games, it's all in the palm of your hand. So download it right now. The birds are in training camp. It's the perfect time to make those pro football futures bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. Here are the favorites and the potential payouts for either of these teams if they win it all this year. A $50 wager on on KC, that pays $300. A $50 wager on Philly, that pays uh, $350. So you get a little more juice there. You can bet pro football futures on individual player performances right now. Join me and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers make a winning $10 bet and get $125. That's right, $125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. Must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. It's all there. Spread, same-game parlays, and much more. Bet Parks is also an official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Bet golf with Bet Parks. 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Ben Kenny on the ones and twos. I, I love say, it. It's a vibe I, uh, today. One one nice benefit of having younger producers is yeah. they do play better music. Well, better is not, it's not the all word. this, you it's know, cool like stuff new. that was cool in the seventies okay. and the eighties. Stop, 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 stop. Now that for all I know, that song could be old. I've never heard stop it. Stop digging it yourself cool. a hole. Yeah. All right. so I think I think the hole has been dug when it comes to music. Two one five. Yeah, that's true. They're, we're not breaking any new ground no. on that one unless someone just tuned in. Then they're like, "Well, I'm out." Yeah. So. I don't like old music <laughs> other than Queen. Yeah. <laughs> Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We got two more segments for us. Uh, back finally after weeks. Yes, not doing the show together. We will back be together. together next week too. Yeah, and back together next week, and then back together the week after that. Yes. Then Labor Day weekend. So we'll see what happens. But then the entire season. So like we're back. Me and you. We are officially back. Me and Elliot. That's it. We're not yeah. letting anyone else on the show. It's just going to be us. Look, if the okay. Eagles have to play 17 games, we should at You're least. You're damn right, buddy. Yeah. We're going to show up, and we get to come hang out at Parks, which is such an awesome place to hang. So it is a, a treat for us. All right, 215-592-9494. We're going to try and get to as many calls as we can in our final two segments here. So let's dive in. Let's go to the phones and talk to one of our favorites, <laughs> our guy. What up, Black Ready? Baby mama. What up, we back in full power, and I'm just saying, if you ever need a replacement, I'm here and I'm available for you. Always and forever. You will get a standing ovation from me if either one of you ever get into a slump. I don't see it happening. <laughs> if you ever get into a slump and you need me, I'll be outside the building for you guys. You All will be a great hype man, I'll say that. He is an amazing hey, hype yeah. man. Tra- tra- training honestly, you in the Honestly, box. yeah, there might be no one in Philadelphia as good a hype man when he wants to be as black ready. I'm just saying, if we can get a weekly hype man segment for the next game, I mean, I'm here. Yeah, I, 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 I don't together. hate it. I don't hate um, it, Black Gritty. So, let me tell you something. Uh, flip-flops, the one thing I'll say about the Super Bowl is, is I just, when I'm in this full-strength power that I am with the Eagles, I want to go in feeling like Andy Reid and the Chiefs feel. It's Super Bowl or bust, and that's it. Like, that's mm-hmm. what every team kind of feels like. But when you're in the top tier of the echelons, like, it's the Tom Brady feeling. If I don't make the Super Bowl, I didn't do nothing that year. And that's why I expect us to start being for at least the next three to five years. This window that we have, it's Super Bowl bus. You've got to get to the Super Bowl. And if you totally don't, agree. you fail. And that's just the way it is. Now, so, and, 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 oh, especially in this conference. Like, I agree with you, period, after what happened last year. But then when you look at the rest of the NFC, it only makes it that much more imperative they have to win the NFC. That's literally what I was about to say next. <laughs> Flip flop. You know how you started a revolution out here, down and writing down everything, and everybody's yeah. following you. That's the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC. Everybody looking at us like we the blueprint. We already ahead of the game, though, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now but you see, out here going digital. You got a Google Doc. 
trying to yeah. be like us out here, EFC. Everybody want to be the Eagles on the NFC. I agree. They are the best team in the NFC. My concern with the Eagles has nothing to do with the other teams. They are the best team. You guys are absolutely right about that. Okay. So did we just win? Is it no, no. But I'm saying, <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm saying I'm there have been teams okay. that have been the best in their conference that have not gone to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I understand that. But I'm saying this is Philadelphia. You see how we cheered last night for that man? How we got up on our feet thirty thousand days? This city lives and dies for things. We will boo you into the earth in the second quarter, or we will cheer you into the heavens if we think it might help. So bang your chest and say it. We trying to get to the Super Bowl or bust. I know you captured it with all kinds of things because you were statistics. But as a fan, as a man, you know we got to get to that bowl, baby. And we're going to do it. I-, I love you guys with full power. And you know what I'm about to tell you. Like I tell you, there it is. Love you the best. Uh, yeah. And I'm with him. I mean, I'm, sure we'll, I, I'm sure we'll debate this down the road. But I, I think, uh, I honestly, I would actually go a step further. And I know that this is, you know. Un- I can't imagine how much further. It, well, it's unfair. Oh, saying they have to get to the Super Bowl. I think they have to win the Super Bowl. Like, uh, if, if the, like, I will consider this season a disappointment if the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl. And that's unfair. But it is what it is. They came that close to winning it last year. Like, all I care about is winning the Super Bowl right now. Like, anything else for this team will feel like less than what they yeah. should do. Well, I agree with you it's unfair, I, 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 but I understand from an emotional perspective. I think if they don't win it this year, it probably makes the loss last year hurt that much more because I think a lot of the rationale of – I don't want to say explaining away the loss because I know it was a very hard loss to, to, to But watch. helping us get over it. Getting is this, over, is this yeah, idea exactly. that, okay, well, they're just going to do it this year. Yeah. Like, you know, they're going to go 8-0 again. They're going to get back to the Super Bowl. I think not doing it this year would be a, a eye-opener kind of. But, but I would say to, to what Black Gritty said – you know, comparing Hurts to Mahomes and Brady. I understand, and trust me, this is coming from me. I enjoy saying, like, having a strong opinion and being early on it, right? Like, you know, you think Jalen Hurts has a lot of qualities to Tom Brady, and that is obviously obviously early in his career. You know, you would agree, like, a, an, an outlandish statement in the yeah. way it's, it's hyperbolic, right? Yeah, it's hyperbolic, yeah. but I, I do, I get, like, I see it. I see the Brady in Hurts. Yeah, he has to go prove but, it and do it, but, like, I could... Like let's like I like I think from a dedication, work ethic, yeah. motivation standpoint, like I think he's Brady. And I, yeah. I think he has those qualities. But I think where maybe we go too far, where it gets to be unfair to Hertz, is expecting of him what we expect from I Mahomes agree. and Brady. I agree. You know, so when when you say when Black Gritty says, well, you know, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, they expect to get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, because they for five years have been, I think, in the AFC Championship game all five years. They've won it two times. They've been there three times. So I agree. Like Jalen has a special personality. I think him and Nick will be could be the most successful head coach quarterback duo in the history of the franchise. But to expect from them what we expect from Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, they are not there yet. I, where that's the no, expectation. no, no, no. And I'm not expecting them to win six Super Bowls or to win three Super Bowls, or whatever. But I do expect them to win the Super Bowl this year. Like my expectation, I think the fair expectation is this team is a Super Bowl team. And like me personally, I will be disappointed if they don't win it. I'm not going to say like a disaster. Well, yeah, that's not even a the, debate. They're right. definitely a Super but, Bowl but, contender. But, but, but that's my point is that this team, I think for me is so good that it's like anything less than winning the Super Bowl. Like I will not be satisfied with this season and I will not, I'll, I could say, Oh, Jalen was great or whatever, but I will say that was a disappointment. Like even I'm getting curious, to the Super Bowl will be a disappointment if they don't win it. I'm curious from your perspective, how much of that, is, is, is emotional in the way that you see the roster and you go, this is a chance? And how much from, like, a, you know, 
I, analyst might not be the right word, but where you can look at it and go, you know what? If they make the NFC Championship and don't make it and don't win it, well, they they repeated success. This is a head coach to quarterback too. Yeah, you can look, believe it. Ultimate, look and look. Ultimately, especially if let's say they let's say they get to the NFC Championship game and lose a tight game or whatever. Right. For, for the purposes of this discussion, yeah. we're having, like, I will still be very bullish about the future. Like Jalen will. Have if in that case, probably prove like, wow, this dude's amazing. Yeah, he's he's proved, he's, yeah. Take the next step, and then they're an every year contender with Nick and Jalen at the top, and how he run the show. Like, I will be super excited about the future. But in terms of like this season, like sadly, and it, it, you're right, it is a, a totally unfair bar. And I'm not saying he has to be Brady and Belichick, but I'm saying with this group, with Jalen, with Nick, and this roster, and what we saw last year, and a, and a, and a like. Uh, not a free pass in a conference, but as close to a free pass conference as we've ever had. In the, at least in, in our time, in your time covering the Eagles, has the NFC I ever agree. been this it's season? A, it's that's, e- what, yeah. that's all I'm trying to say. I'm not, I'm not saying it's a layup and they're automatically winning. I'm just saying it is as down a rest of the conference as I remember. Yeah, for the especially Eagles, from a quarterback From a quarterback perspective particularly, and how great this team is that, like, uh, to me, like, the expectation for this team is that they should win the Super Bowl. And I know it's a high expectation. It is. But they it's came, the highest, you They argue. came three points away from doing it. They just yeah. did. So, I, I like, I understand it's not fair, but that's where I'm at. Yeah. 215-592-949. What a thrill we go from Black Gritty to Tennessee to our guy, Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellas? How's it feel to have a gang all back together today? Oh, wow. Now that you're here, we're all officially back together, oh, it's my so man. great. It makes me happy. <laughs> It, it is, man. It's good. I've, I've got Kyle Pice a couple of weeks, different times. You know, James there, Elliot not, Elliot there, James not. But it's awesome when the gang's out here. Well, it was man. strategic. Uh, we couldn't leave you guys without both of us, you know. Yeah, we, we, we very purpose. We were like, one of us has to be there. So, <laughs> yes. Well, you you, you got you to gotta have somebody repping the brand, That's right? That's right. Amen. That's right. <laughs> well, yesterday morning, I don't know if everybody, who I own, who wasn't listening, but uh, listening to Joe Cameron talk about going to Merrill Reese's party and forgetting to bring anything mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. No joke. I told James I'm on a trip with my work. Uh, they do a trip at the end of every summer, and you get to take your families, and we're at a state park here in Tennessee called Fall Creek Falls. And I'm listening to the show, and I swear to God, there's this big bald eagle swoops down into the lake, grabs a tree, and lands in this dead tree and starts eating its fish, right as Joe DeCamera's saying that. So I think that's just a wash. And I've seen this <laughs> same bad gum eagle. Do the same dad come thing this morning, boys. When Whoa. I here on my deck. Let wow. me say, Two Justin, I had no idea that's where this story was Oh, going. so I knew. Justin already told me, so I knew okay. exactly <laughs> where they, I thought he was going to be like <laughs> I was heading to a party. Justin, I remember it was to so buy funny something. to hear you telling the story to see Elliot's face because he had no idea what was coming here. Was yeah. Like, what yeah. is happening? Two, Two days in a row I've seen, and I, I, well, I, can, I don't know the, the exact same eagle, but I've seen an eagle. Two days in a row swoop down into the water, get a fish, and land in this tree and eat it. Right wow. in front of me. Sounds, Sounds like, like that Eagles eating good. The, the Eagles are taking the – bet on the Eagles over the Dolphins. And we <laughs> yeah, there we go, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on, though, was the Hassan Reddick contract thing. Yep. I, I, I understand where he's coming from. He had a career year last year, coming off three straight years of double-digit sacks. But listening to what Elliot had said in, earlier, you know, if it was in the second year of a three-year deal, I think he would have a leg to stand on because, you know, he would – he, you know, he would have more to do, you know, if, if he was just in the last year. But yeah. it was the first year of the I, deal, man. I, I, yeah, I know. I feel it. But, <laughs> Justin, you know, but, for that. but Justin, what's I interesting is Justin. he's kind of in a contract year. 
Like, when you have one year left on your deal, you're essentially at that point either you're going to, like, redo the deal. Like, very often the Eagles do not let players go into last year of their deal. So while I get the – I think the, he's one year into the contract on, on a whole – like, holistically, that is a good argument. But when it's only three years, I think one year in holds a little less weight because you're already 33% into it. I do. I do. I understand that. But the thing about it is, guys, and I, I feel for him. I do. I want these guys to get every daggone penny they can get. But he signed the deal, man. He he agreed to the deal. Ah, uh, yeah. You can't do that after one year. So, Justin, you know I'm I'm, I'm kind of I'm right. I'm with you more. I'm right in between, like in the sense that I will never uh, begrudge an NFL player for no. trying to get more money. They have a very very finite amount of time to do what they are best at, to do what they were born to do, or best to, you know, the best skill of their life, and they have a very finite amount of time. And, oh, by the way, they're risking their bodies every time they do it. So, like, I'm never yeah. going to rip those guys for this stuff. And I do think that the Eagles, like, you know how a lot of years didn't do it last year. They talked about it. We didn't want to mess with the chemistry yeah. or whatever. But, like, most years, how he'll re-sign guys in the middle of the season. Like, that's his thing. Like, he'll get to the bye week or whatever, and he'll be able to mess it. helps with the cap. He can put some on this year, put some on that year, all that. I think that's where this is headed if I had to bet on it. So I think it, it'll be okay. But ultimately, I agree, like, one year, it just... It feels yeah. a little quick. to. I, yeah, I don't I just, begrudge him doing it, but for me it's tough to be like, all right, here's a new contract. And it sets a bad precedent, too, because then anyone after one year, A.J. Brown, one year. I know it's a yep. four-year deal, but it could be like, ah, oh, I, I was better than I got so, paid. So. I, I just think Howie should yep. wake up every day and feel grateful Hassan Reddick's not holding out. If I was That's Hassan Reddick, yeah. I would be chilling in Delaware, working out where I worked out all <laughs> offseason. Because you guys are right. We shouldn't begrudge athletes for making the most money. They do put their body at risk every time. And Hassan Reddick's value will be never be higher than it is right now. We can say, like, one year, all this, blah, blah, blah. He's risking millions of dollars by coming into camp. So I, I think the Eagles are lucky that he's there. He is. Real quick before I go, uh, I was talking to your producer when I called in. He was asking me how I felt about everybody coming for the SEC now with all these conference realignment, you know, the Big 12, oh, yeah. getting a couple more schools in the Big 10. It's and done. I told him my thought on it is it's about like the Avengers coming together to try it's to take down Thanos. Yeah, it's just the but dumbest thing in the world. Happen, y'all. Yeah. It ain't going to happen, y'all. It ain't going to happen. It's the And it's so dumb, man. It's And I love you, buddy. Justin, we'll talk. <laughs> I, I hate it, but I, hate I love it. you, boys. I love, I, I love you, boys. I'll holler at you later. You're the best. I, I hate it. Like, Oregon is going to be in the Big Ten? What? Like, really? Oregon is the freaking Big Ten? It is that, like, college football's ruined. Like, honestly, that's where I'm at. Like, I'll watch the games, like, championships and stuff, and I'll pay attention for NF. Like, I now only watch college football with an eye for the Eagles. Like, that's it. Like, college mm-hmm. football's, they have ruined the sport, in my so, opinion. So, look, I went to Temple. So, they, you know, it is what it is. I don't really care about the realignment. I like it. They play big teams better. I, it, like, to your point, college football is so different now. So I'm happy they'll be playing their different opponents more. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I am. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't, I'm not some Big Ten whole, like, yeah, you know, it's so dumb. culture guy. It. Like, let, let the big programs play each other. 215 They already do. 215 One more segment to go. We're going to get to as many calls in it as we can. We're coming right back. Let's go, Birds Radio, presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino. I'm looking at Elliot Shore's face. Elliot Shore parks his face and trying to decide: Does he know this? Does he like this? I definitely recognize it. <laughs> recognize it for sure. Who is it? Who is this? Body? I mean, my, the obvious guess is Counting Crows. That is a horrible guess. All right. then, then she know. wakes up in the morning. <laughs> wow, that certainly is not helping. What's it? Who was it? Dave Matthews. Okay, All right, I was kind of close. No, like you that's weren't. the same. What do you mean? Counting kind of Crows, close. Dave Matthews. I feel like a lot of their music probably found, sounds the same. Oh, man. It's a little ants marching, right? Is that ants marching, Ben Kenny? I believe so. I recognize it from I probably a Dave, movie or something. Or... It's a, it was a very famous song. Yeah, no, I, I do recognize it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, you recognize? What a thought! What a, I must be old if you're yes, impressed. Yes, my I know. my very first concert, Dave Matthews. So, so it is old. Yeah, well, what, not what, old. I was sixteen. <laughs> what did you say, Ben? I know Bill Matz hates Dave Matthews. Do you, Bill Matz? Bill Matz, right? Put your mic on, Bill. Yeah, okay. last time, last time I worked with Ben, he played Great Returns, the whole show, final started, segment. Yeah. was Dave Matthews. I was like swinging a miss on this last. So show. I, I used to be a, I, like I when I was sixteen, I, I went through like a six month span where like I was obsessed with Dave. People and love then, him, I guess. And it. no, but then I, I haven't listened since. It's just not so for it was me. like I, I had a six month run at sixteen and, and never been in since. So I was in Charlottesville a few weekends ago, and I'm pretty sure I went. I'm pretty sure it was him. A winery of his there, and I got a wine that looks exactly like water, like clear as day. You probably love that, didn't you? You love water. Well, what's the funny thing is we were so excited about it, we bought some bottles, but we'll, we'll never drink it because we we don't want it to ever be gone. That's hilarious. Yeah, Ben, so. you're a big Dave Matthews guy. Yes, he's speechless he's at the idea. All right. well, yeah. It's good talk there, Ben. Two up podium for a few seconds. Yeah. Let's get to as many calls again before we get out of here. Lou in Swedesboro has been hanging for a while. Hey, Lou, thanks for hanging, bud. What's on your hey, mind? Hey, guys. Here, good, to, good to hear you. Good to hear the band back. Always yes, great sir. to hear you on a Saturday afternoon. Love it. Great to now, talk listen, to you, man. Because I'm really old. Where I would have been, I would have had one of the uh, – uh, uh, intros having a welcome back, but uh, that's just welcome, welcome back, Cotter. It's that's so funny to say that, Lou. Lou, literally last night, I almost texted James and said we should have that be the intro. No way. But I just think it's, well, I was thinking of the Mace version of the song. But uh, regardless, very different. Yes. Regardless, I was thinking of yours, Lou. Yeah. I was with you there. Thank but you. regardless, we just we couldn't not do the Go Birds thing. Yeah, and I will say, I do I do like few, Ben Kenny, taking notes, produces the show sometimes on Saturdays, does a great job. I, I am with you, Lou. I am a big fan of thematic yes. music throughout a show. Like, we were back. Like, if he had played all songs exactly. having to do with coming back, being back, or whatever, like, I would have dug that. So, future I want reference, you back. Ben. Yeah, I want you back. Yeah. Jackson, my, oh, that's a Lou great call by you, I'll take the residual. So, listen, uh, one <laughs> thing I am saying. I'll, I'll is, send you your half a penny in the exactly. mail. Exactly. It is going to be painful this week to hear Joe and Jack whine as to who really takes credit for the for the I know. I'm already dreading it. I, it's well, not going to be. It's going to yeah. be painful. It'll be. So, yeah, Monday will be interesting. Yeah. You know, the, the Hertz Brady uh, comparison. The, the thing that comes to mind to me is how Brady protected his body and allowed time to uh, give him greatness. And, you know, Hertz doesn't do that. And that's, you know, you've heard me say this before about my concern about the way that Jalen exposes his body. I know it makes him great and it makes him unpredictable. And I think he's, you know, you know what a fan I am of him. I think he's just an outstanding young man. But I am hopeful that this new iteration of the team with more weapons for him that he will be able to protect himself more so that he gives himself those 10 years or 12 years or whatever it might be to really, you know, get the show the greatness so, that I think we all, we all have in him. Yeah, so I think it, look, it's a fair concern because of how much he means to the franchise. And so the idea of him getting hurt is obviously the, the top concern. What I would say is a couple things. One, he has been running it quite a bit in training camp. Like I would say each day he probably runs it four or five times. Um, so I haven't really noticed him doing it less than he has in past years. But where I would disagree with you, Lou, would be on two things. One, I do think he does a good job protecting his body. I know he's been hurt, but, you know, Joe Burrow got hurt. He, uh, you know, hurt his hamstring in camp. He's torn his ACL. Joe is not an especially mobile quarterback. Players get hurt. But I also think... I think Jalen's exceptional. Just I think to he's very good at it, just, yeah. And look, stuff's going to happen when you run enough to lose point. But, like, I am with you. I think as far as it goes, Jalen is exceptional at protecting but, his body. But I also think... In this, I don't want this to sound, you know, obviously we're talking about player health, so I hope he never gets injured. But they, the days of a quarterback staying 10 to 12 years, I just think 
it's unrealistic at this point. I, I think you have to look at Jalen and say, you know, five, six years. If you uh, can be- so I don't know if that's necessarily fair to put it that way, but I get your. I do think that we we need to to maybe not put such long windows on yeah. it. But I still think there will be examples of guys who are ten, fifteen years with the same organization. Well, there's runs. no pocket game like there was when you know there isn't. But I do think that people will age and develop. And I think look, Jalen is the kind of guy where he has already proven to us how smart he is with his brain and how great he is at reading things and understanding and how much an improvement he's made as a thrower. So look like. Even as he gets older, he might not have to run as much, but just the threat of the run can still be a valuable thing where as he gets better and better as a passer, he can be elite at yeah. that too. So can I, I get I just, three, three yeah, questions go in? Yeah, go ahead, Lou. Sure. Real quick. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Elliot, particularly you've been watching. I know that Marcus is, you know, is the backup. Have you? Has he got taken any reps? What have you seen? Give, give us all three and we'll answer them. So Marcus, okay, one what is, else? What you're feeling about the backup? On a quarterback, two, you guys have not talked about special teams. You know how upset I've been about special yeah, teams last no, little, year. That's and good, the 12-5 we'll question from the other day, the 12-5. and five, Would, would, you, uh, would the, Elliot take the 12-5? and five? You, Okay, I like this. All right, I'll get to the 12-5 and five last. Thanks. Great call, man. Great call. Call again. Obviously, we love your calls. Uh, all right, uh, Mariota, I know what uh, – I've been doing pods with Elliot, so if you are a Marcus Mariota fan, brace yourself. How has Mariota yeah, been? I mean, he's been really bad. Uh, uh, you know, there's, there's excuses you could give out there. He's getting used to the offense. He's new to the team. He's playing with backups. But he, he's been – He's been really bad. Um, Special teams, it's hard not to much. tell. They're not really doing drills. Yeah, that it's much. it's hard to tell. I mean, I think those that's something really where in the preseason games you'll get a better read. All right, and this was uh, a question that came up on the morning show yesterday, and I think it's a really interesting. One. And honestly, I think it'd be a show someday. Like, I think you could I think there'd be a lot of varying opinions on it. And the fact that uh, Richie and Devin both went, they would take it. Joe and I said we wouldn't. So even fifty percent yesterday on yeah. the morning show, if you were offered twelve and five right now. You could say, boom, the Eagles go 12-5. and five. Would you take it? Absolutely. See, I wouldn't. I don't even think it's a question. I would, well, it is. I, ju- I just said right, I wouldn't, right. so obviously but, it's a question. So, so I would say within that, and I'd be curious if anyone brought this up, I think 12-5 and five basically guarantees health. Uh, but 12-5 and five doesn't guarantee the one seed. It doesn't, but you I know? think at twelve wins you have a pretty good chance of getting it, especially with, with how bad. You have bad a chance, they... but I just think they're better. Like, I think they, I think, I'm predicting 13. Why would I take 12? We have a what you worry about injuries and they could yeah. be eleven. I just don't. I, look, I, I believe in this team. I bet the Eagles would just, take it. No about that. Oh, I think if the Eagles, ah. if you said to the Eagles, you will guarantee twelve wins. I think they are taking ah. that in a heartbeat. All right, let's get another call and let's go to Willow Grove and talk to my guy Steve. How you been, buddy? Hey, great. How you doing? Good man. What's on your guys, mind, guys? These guys are great. So, Elliot, real fast, Lane Johnson, is he good to go? Yeah, I mean, he's been out there. He's doing team reps. He's practiced every day. Uh, yeah, so it's a good question, actually. We, we forget about the surgery he had. He, he's looking. That really is a good, good. point. Yeah. yeah. So what about uh, the punter? Do they got another punter in there or no? I know. Yeah, so they have an undrafted rookie, Ty Zetner. He's been punting it as well. Uh, like I said, I think that's something in preseason games we'll get a much better read of. It, it's hard in training camp to get a, a good read of how each is doing. All right, and so Hurt, he's better than Brady. He's better than Mahomes. <laughs> he's better than Brady because he can run. Brady didn't run like him. Brady can't escape like him. What look look where he came from from college, the programs that the he didn't lose the Super Bowl last year. The person that lost the Super Bowl for us last year is not here anymore, so we're good mm. to go. It's easy. Easy peasy. So you think Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback of all time? Not yet. I'm, well, you said he's I'm better saying, than Brady and Mahomes. I'd be curious who you have well, ahead the of them. Best quarterback on your of all time is Joe Montana, the guy I, I okay. The guy who, all right. so the he's guy number two. I saw play. The guy I saw play with Joe Montana. I okay. think he's the best. 
But okay. listen, we got this guy. It, it, we won the Super Bowl. He won. Ah, hey, he, Steve, preach, he, brother. He didn't lose the Super Bowl. Okay? He was brilliant so, in it. We were good. We're good to go. It's easy. And if they stay healthy, we're good. And that, you know, what about, I mean, the center? How, you think he's going to last the whole season? Well, Stevie and Steve, great call. We're up against it. Uh, look, I, I, I think you were a little overboard there. I think he's trying to say talent-wise. He thinks that the potential right. for Hurts is that. Um, obviously a little overboard there. Look, but, look, yeah. I do agree. Look, I think they're the best team in the FC. All right, we got to get out of here quickly because he's been hanging forever. Matt, my buddy Matt, really. Matt, I'm sorry I didn't get you on. You got a quick question for us or anything? I, I want to get you in sooner. We're up against it. No my worries, bro. I just want to let you know 10, you're my freaking guy, Matt. I love you, buddy. What do you got? <laughs> I love you too, boys. You guys are awesome show. Um, just to follow up with that guy real quick, then I'll just say, let's not forget. I mean, I love Jalen. I love last year's run and everything. But he did fumble that football, which cost us seven points. It's a good point, it's Matt. A total, it was a total team loss. Let's put it that way. I agree. We, I agree with that. You know, but but um, I think Jalen was great I'm, for almost I all, all his plays. was one world point. That we're going to make a deep run. And I would not take 12-5 and five right now. Right now, I think we can do better. I agree. Absolutely. And, Matt, call. I'll get you up earlier next week, buddy. Thanks for calling in. Uh, I would, too. That's an interesting – maybe that's a show coming up. The, yeah, the, would you lock in 12-5? and five? Uh, Look, we'll see what happens with the team. I'm loving its training camp. Expectations are certainly sky high for this team. As I mean, how could they not be? Yeah, you know, they I know. Went, we got a it's young fun. It's fun to have it high is. expectations, unless you're the one that has to back them up. Two one or no, not two. Call Rob Ellis two one five five nine two nine four nine four. All right, uh, coming up next. Thank you to everyone who called into this show. We literally could not do the show without you. The station isn't anything without the callers. They're the lifeblood of the station. Ben Kenny, fantastic job back in the studio. Uh, Bill Matz, what a thrill to get to hang out with Bill. I never get to see Bill enough. Uh, awesome time uh, producing on-site. We appreciate everyone who made the show happen. Thank you. Uh, Rob Ellis, coming up next. We'll be back together right here. Yes, sir. Same time, same place next Before week. Before an Eagles game. It'll be awesome. Before an Eagles game, it's going to be awesome. And again, check Elliot and Jack out tomorrow night from the link for the open practice on WIP. They'll be calling all the action 6-9 tomorrow. So for Elliot, I'm James. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here from the beautiful Sportsbook at Park Casino. And let me tell you again, the Bet Park Sportsbook is the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend. It's the official sports book of the real Philly sports fan. Odds, bets, slots, and games, it's all in the palm of your hand. Download it now to have a lot of fun and to win some money. The birds are in training camp, so it's the perfect time to make those pro football future bets. So many things to bet on with the Bet Park Sportsbook app. With the pro football futures, you can bet on division winners, conference winners. Who's going to win it all? Like our team here, $50 pays out $350. I think it's a good bet because I think this team has a real chance to it. And, of course, so many other uh, future things to bet on in terms of league leaders and, and yards and all those types of things. Plus, of course, uh, baseball action going on right now. You can bet live in-game betting. You can bet on home runs, strikeouts, all the good stuff. Plus, we're watching these games anyway. It's more fun to watch it when you got some action on it and you're really invested. Join us right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. Here's a great deal for your new customers. Make a winning $10 bet and get 125 in bonus Sportsbook bet back. Again, a $10 bet, get 125 in Sportsbook bets back. Sportsbook bets back if it's a winning bet. Must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. It's all there. Spread, same game parlays, and so much more. Bet Parks is also an official betting partner of the PGA Tour. Bet golf with Bet Parks.